Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Are you being out? I need to know because the day one, you're just kind of running on adrenaline after the jet lag and everything else, 37 hours traveling back. But how did you fare yesterday? Oh my gosh. Okay. I got to tell you, like this morning, <laughs> I am feeling much worse than I did yesterday morning, even <laughs> though I got so much sleep. Basically, my day, I did not plan to do anything other than pick up our dog. Our lovely neighbors uh, took care of Nova for us while we were gone for the two weeks. And they live right upstairs. So they left a key for us. They were gone. On both at work and I went home and picked her up so the reunion was lovely and mm, I love that yeah. little rascal she was so excited to see me so once I like trekked everything downstairs um, and put it back into our apartment I of course needed to take her out for a walk so we went out we had a nice little lovely walk and then I went home and crashed hard <laughs> and when I when I say hard I mean I fell asleep probably around 2 p.m. in the afternoon and Adam got home from work around 3, 3.30, I think, because I was, like, in a fog. I kind of, like, heard somebody walk into the apartment and just kind of was like, whatever. <laughs> I hope I know this person. <laughs> <laughs> and then I fell asleep. And then when I woke up, it was dark outside. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So from 2 until about 5.30, I slept. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I was about to wake you up because I figured, you know, you can't be up that you can't be sleeping that long. It's not going to be good for you. Yeah. So we woke up, uh, took the dog out for a walk again. We ordered takeout because we have still no food in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Napping is more important than yes. grocery shopping. And then I fell asleep again uh, by around 8 o'clock. Oh, well, that's good. I was thinking you weren't going to be able to sleep last night. No, no. I slept too much because then I was up around 2 a.m. this morning wide awake ready to go like (laughs) and had to force myself to try and get back to sleep so uh, i was a little restless after that and now i'm just like feeling all out of sorts yeah that terrible sleep schedule yesterday it's gonna take some time like you're probably craving dinner at breakfast breakfast at dinner like just like messed up a little bit yeah like i wasn't hungry at all last night for dinner so i don't know Mm -hmm. i do have to go grocery shopping though today we cannot just continue to order takeout for the rest of the I mean, you could. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I'd like to. uh, The bank Mm -hmm. account after a vacation doesn't really want to do that. That's right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. When you think useless, think of Stu. Everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right. While Stu is away, we are subbing in for him on the useless fact of the day. And as Janelle was mentioning, if you have one that you want to put out there and test on the people, you can text it in to us at 10.030 and we might use yours. But for today, the uh, useless fact that I have for you is, did you know that extreme ironing is an actual sport? (laughs) Stop it. So you can combine your love of extreme sport with the love of a fine press shirt. So what these people do, and there's actually a bureau, the Extreme (laughs) Ironing Bureau, the EIB, that regulates this sport and determines the degree of difficulty of each of the challenges, and you get scored based on that. But basically... um, They do this while dangling off the side of a cliff after a high climb. Wait, what? They bring the ironing board with them in their pack. (laughs) And they have to iron while they're doing the activity. There's people that have ironed while bungee jumping, uh, wakeboarding, or snowboarding. So basically, any extreme sport you can do while ironing. Like, 
I'm not even good doing it standing in my house. <laughs> my degree of ironing is throwing it on the like wrinkle, de-wrinkle cycle in the dryer. Just put it in there. Right? Yeah. Oh my god! It's gosh. actually a sport. It was it started in 1997. It started in England. <laughs> Extreme ironing, everybody. There you go. I love and that. You know. That's a great yeah. fact. I think I, they should televise this. I'd watch that. <laughs> I would watch that. That's hilarious. Uh, Yeah, I'm definitely going to give that uh, a nine this morning. You're really impressing me with your facts, Angie. And (laughs) we would love you to send in your scores as well on a scale of uh, one to ten. How do you think that uh, facts holds up? Text it in at 10-0-30. Sassy Kathy and Manawid giving it an 8.5 and a nine. Interesting. Um, I hate ironing, but other people are weird, <laughs> says Turtley Sharon, giving it a nine this morning. It's just crazy that people do this. Uh, Bitterman did not like this fact. He said, it's a four. This is stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aaron the Trollster. Yeah, I won a, uh, I won a gold medal in ironing last year. I steamed everybody else. Laugh out loud. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like it. Um, Bonnie and Yuri, the dynamic duo, I think that's pretty insane. Uh, they do not iron, putting that out there. Uh, giving it a 10, though. Hall of Famer's Ghost Rider and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. That's just idiotic. Definitely useless, yeah. though, so I'll give you a 10 this morning. <laughs> yeah, like it's a real sport. Why wouldn't we want to know that? That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Sharon the Tired says, no freaking way. There's no way. Uh, like, why in the world are they doing this? Who thought this up? Um, who said, yes, this sounds like a great idea she has so many questions but giving it a 10 and hall of fame boss traveler i heard of this and i wonder when house cleaning will become an olympic event i give you a nine (laughs) every weekend on saturday morning (laughs) move mornings with stuntman Stu, angie and janelle on move 100 what's trending Well, I think we can all agree that was just shocking news to see either last night or early this morning when you woke up that Kirstie Alley has passed away at 71 years of age. I was shocked by that. Yeah, I saw I saw it last night. Catherine Dines had posted something on our social media and I was like, what? I know. It didn't feel real. I mean, it's just, you know, again, one of those people you grew, grew up watching in so many different roles from Cheers to Look Who's Talking and, you know, everything in between. And uh, I think the most shocking part of all is obviously nobody knew she was ill. Yeah. Um, yeah, that she just was having this private battle with cancer. Her family released the statement. I mean, she's obviously a mom. She's a grandmother, too. So it's such a huge loss. But of course, as always happens, is a lot of her former co-stars are coming out with moving tributes about her and I thought it was so interesting what Ted Danson posted because obviously he co-starred with Kirstie in on Cheers for so many years uh, Rebecca and Sam just a, a long love story there that so many people loved but <clears throat> he said that he was ironically on a plane yesterday and he did something that he rarely does he on the plane watched an old episode of cheers no and he said yeah it was just a really funny one it was the one where tom berenger is proposing to her she keeps saying no and is going back and forth and he said she was just hysterically funny in that episode and then he got off the plane and heard that she passed away oh 
Wow. So crazy. Yeah. So just so many different tributes for uh, just a great actress all around. So last week we were talking about the fact that Webster Dictionary uh, released their word of the year and that word was gaslighting. Mm. So (laughs) searches for that word were up 1700% over the last year. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I've been Mm -hmm. hearing that term used quite frequently. (laughs) Quite frequently. You hear it in songs, you hear, you know, people just curious about it, Mm -hmm. figuring out if, you know, what that's maybe what's happening to them. Yeah, I think a lot of people are being gaslit and they had no idea. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So now uh, Oxford has come out with their word of the year. And I have to admit, while I've heard gaslighting, I hadn't heard this one yet. Hey, what is it? It's goblin mode wait what (laughs) so i guess this was something that came out during like the pandemic people were using it a lot but like over the course of the last year people have just like really leaned into it but uh it guess goblin mode is like a type (laughs) of year where you are like unapologetically self-indulgent just like lazy greedy just like like it says think dirty sweatpants a messy house piles of junk empty pizza boxes on the coffee table and just not caring what anyone thinks of you okay yeah been there done that (laughs) (laughs) sounds familiar yeah oh okay i guess i've been in goblin mode for quite some time (laughs) we didn't know it now it's defined there you go the word of 2022 goblin mode and that's what's trending brought to you by defalcos for brewers and winemakers Look, we all know that being a parent isn't necessarily the most glamorous jobs, and there are some days that are worse than others, and some days you just wish you could crawl into a hole and die. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very true. So, yeah, as a parent, you know the P words very well. Poo, pee, puke. And you've (laughs) likely been covered in at least one of those things at least once in your life. And it always happens when you least expect it. So... It, uh, an unfortunate thing happened to us just this past weekend, and I just want to throw out my apologies right now for anyone who happened to be at Jurassic Quest Sunday afternoon. (laughs) So we were actually giving away tickets for this show on our station, and this is the big, huge dinosaur show that was rolling into town and was at the EY Center. And so my son, like every other kid out there, is obsessed with dinosaurs, so we made a big plan. We were going to take him to the show. We got him tickets, and we were going to go with our neighbors. So my neighbor next door has a son, same age as my son. They're the best of friends, so the four of us decide we're going to go together. So the day is great. These boys are just bouncing off the walls, excited to see the dinosaurs. We decide we're going to go to lunch first. We go to Boston Pizza. The kids get a kid's meal, and everybody's happy. Everyone is doing good, and they're all excited. So we get in the car. They're laughing away. They're watching the Super Mario Brothers trailer. Like, everything was fine. Yeah. (laughs) Everything was good. We get to the EY Center. We get in. The lineup is huge. And if anyone was at that show, you know, like, it snakes all the way through the EY Center. We wait in line. We're laughing. The boys are having a great time. We get into the show. We get not five 
minutes into the show. Oh, my gosh. We're at the, like, first exhibit, the first dinosaurs, the first, wow, it's blinking, it's moving. Oh, look, it looks like it's breathing. Then all of a sudden, I feel the tug on my shirt, and my son goes, my belly hurts. Uh Uh-oh. And those three (laughs) words to any parent (laughs) is a horror film because you don't know what's coming next. And I'm thinking to myself, we just had lunch. Like, maybe he's just super full. He yeah. ate too much. You know, you're hoping that you're that's hoping the You're hoping for case. the best at this and point. <laughs> 100%. And then uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, I'm okay. I'm like, we'll just, we'll just keep walking. You know, you'll kind of walk off some lunch, and then you'll probably feel better. We take a few more steps, pulls on my shirt again. And I look at him, and him like, hmm, he seems a lot whiter than he was oh, before. Oh, no. <laughs> so... Uh, all of a sudden, then I'm just about to, you know, get the attention of my neighbor who is just a little bit ahead of us, and I hear the splash. <laughs> the splash is the worst, and it's an undeniable sound. And I look down, and right there at the foot of the freaking dinosaurs <laughs> is the puddle, and I'm like, no. So I'm at this point, I'm like, okay, it's okay, it's okay, everything's fine, everything's good. (laughs) You know, other parents are looking at me, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I don't know what's going on. So we walk a few more steps towards my neighbor, who I'm going to say, we're beelining to the bathroom, like, we got to go, and I'm just going to give her the signal. And as we're walking up towards her, splash again. Oh, my, what? I don't know. He just turned on like a hose. (laughs) I don't know what happened to him. And so she like meets my eyes like and it's like that mom like knowing glance and she's like go. (laughs) So now I'm like running to the bathroom with him and I'm like scoping out the joint looking for some kind of employee that I can be like notify them clean up in (laughs) aisle four like now like stat there's kids coming through like you got to get that cleaned up. So anyway we find an employee we get him to the bathroom He's just like sheet white. And anyway, the end, it ends up being a bust. So meanwhile, while we're in the bathroom, she's calling her husband to tell him what's happening and to plan an alternate ride home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't blame them. Like they did not want to drive home with us. Yeah, I wouldn't that. either. <laughs> so at this point, we just like, I, I get him to like a decent form. We abort. She gets picked up by her husband. <laughs> We go home. Anyway, sadly, it turns out, like, out of nowhere, he has, like, a bug. And we did, like I said, up until then, he was fine. Bouncing off the walls, excited, no indication. So, anyway, that was uh, a pretty nice. And, you know, you just feel the heat. You feel like every parent's looking at you. You feel horrible. Mm -hmm. Like, it's gross. No one wants to deal with that. But I just felt so bad. I mean, like I told you, I mean, I'm not a parent myself, but I know that this is not irregular. No need to feel shame because (laughs) thankfully our listeners have come to your rescue and aid and shared their puke stories with us. Yeah, we're all sharing because the thing is, is like you never forget it. Like and for a lot of you, it happened in places like way less manageable than mine. (laughs) 
to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Grocery store, beer store. Oh, we got stories for you coming up we next. We got <laughs> stories. Feel free to share yours. You can call us 750-1100 or text us at 10-0-30. Don't hate me. <laughs> I think I finally figured out why parents love to embarrass their kids. It's payback for your kids embarrassing you when they just throw up all over the place. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Honestly, some of your stories are just unbelievable. Uh, Laureen uh, messaged us and she said this is a story from her husband. And he told me that when his son was five years old, they're at the grocery store. You got to bring the kids along for that always. And his son starts to feel sick just as they're at the checkout line. Ended up puking all over all of the groceries and the grocery belt. No! <laughs> imagine that moving and rolling with the puke all over it oh no you gotta close that lane forever (laughs) (laughs) uh becca poor becca she said her husband's aunt god bless her invited them over to a christmas party at her brand new house her husband was homesick, so she decided to go with their newborn and not quite two-year-old son. Everybody wanted to see the babies. Mm-hmm. So she's there. She's in uh, her aunt's new bedroom, uh, changing her daughter's diaper on the bed in the master bedroom when her little guy proceeds to vomit all over the aunt's new bed. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> she goes, this kid years later is the same kid that threw up all over the floor right in the middle of our brand new playgroup on our first day (laughs) so there's a history there he likes to christen new things yes that's what he Mm -hmm. likes to do jane uh was on vacation they're at windsor castle watching the changing of the guard and um she's like this poor guy had just come on duty he comes up to us he stomps his feet and before he could do an about turn Tony puked right down the front of him, all over his pants, all over his polished boots. <laughs> She's like, those boots that only took four hours to polish to get them that shiny. Oh, no. <laughs> and he she's never... like, the guard never batted an eyelid. They're yeah. not allowed to. Well, no. Like, you just move on. You carry. He would have just had to walk around with that puke on him, right? <laughs> That is the height of professionalism. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is crazy. And Cindy, oh, my gosh, this story made me laugh. She said, at the time, my son was five. We're at the beer store in Barhaven. He tells me his tummy hurt, and I asked if he was going to be sick. He said no. So she's like, I'm just going to grab what I need, and we're going to be gone. She was getting some beer for a friend who was going to build a deck for her. So you need a thank you. You got to. Yeah, you can't bail on that. No. So her son taps her on the arm, points to his mouth. She (laughs) tries to run outside as quick as possible. He throws up right in the doorway of the Bar Haven beer store. They were sitting outside after. Obviously, he's got vomit all over him, and the customer going in makes a joke. That's not supposed to happen until the end of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, of course, the biggest trending story is the loss of actress Christy Alley passing away from what was a private battle with cancer at just 71 years of age. So many people still so shocked waking up this morning to that news. Um, ABC has put the brakes on TJ Holmes and Amy Robach's on-air relationship, so they have pulled the anchors 
off the air now for at least the time being. Did you miss this story? I did. I have no idea. I'm like, what is this? So they are co-anchors on Good Morning America, and it was revealed that although they were both married, they have a relationship. <sighs> and uh, I guess it's they weren't trying to hide it. They've been very happy about their relationship and public about it. And I Even guess, though they're still married? Well, I guess the spouses knew, and I guess there was a separation from the spouses, but not a full legal divorce yet. Oh. People didn't know that these co-hosts were actually an item, but they, even after the story broke and exploded, they were back on air together all last week. And although they were trying to just play it off, like everything was fine and yeah. everything was normal, Good Morning America has now decided to pull them off the air. They say it's, quote, best for the organization because it became a distraction, not just externally, but internally. No with kidding. the rest of the crew. So, wow. But I don't know if they have grounds to keep them off the air. I mean, it's, yeah, it's- they didn't violate well i don't know if it's a company code or policy i guess we don't know what it might contracts. just be like a well the dust settles right right you stay off and then we'll we'll eventually bring you back on i don't know <sighs> interesting yeah. scandalous mm-hmm. very <laughs> very and prince harry and Meghan markle yes last week they dropped the first teaser for their quote bombshell harry and Meghan netflix documentary and now they've just released the second trailer and confirmed the release date so the first three episodes are gonna launch on December 8th. So that's Friday. Thursday, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah. So the first three episodes, Thursday, and then the second set of three episodes will follow on December 15th. I kind of really want to watch. I know what I'm doing on Thursday. Uh (laughs) Although with this trailer, they've gotten themselves into some trouble or Netflix has or I don't know whose fault it was. It was a misstep. But some of the paparazzi videos and photos that they're using in the documentary trailer, for example, you see this huge crowd of paparazzi with these long lens cameras and obviously suggesting that their subject was Harry and Meghan. Right. And it was proven to actually be a video from the premiere of one of the Harry Potter movies. What? Yeah. So there was some non-factual footage used. So I think they're going to, if that's actually in the documentary, have to go back and make some edits because people called them on it. That's a bad look. Yeah. It is a bad look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. Okay, let's play the game. Who's going to play Word Wars with us today? On the line we have with us Bruce and Peter. And Bruce made it through first, so we'll let him pick his categories. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Bruce. How you doing? Very good, you? Good, good. I'll be All right, when Bruce. I win those tickets to see the sense skill. You'll be doing better, yeah? Okay. (laughs) Well, let's see what we can pull off. We'll tell you what the choice of categories is, and you decide which one you feel lucky with, all right? Okay. So, Christopher McWade, thank you for sending in our categories this morning. We have things, words that start with P or words that end in P. Uh, I'll start. Starts with P? Start with P. Okay. Here we go. You do this to your walls to add color. Yes, you do this before you go on vacation. Your suitcase. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Not salt, but? Pepper. Yes. And you're going with a basket on a blanket to go have a? Yes. And you eat this at the movie theater. Popcorn. This is a color of Barney the dinosaur. Barney the dinosaur was? Purple. 
Yeah. Uh, and when someone does this, you say, oh, what me? Uh, to uh, You know, like to your skin with their fingers, they... No, like would they squeeze you with your... ah, pinch. Ah, pinch, yeah. Pinch, you, you got pinch. it after the buzzer. <laughs> so oh. you ended up with six. Great score still, though, Bruce. We'll see how that holds up. Okay. Okay. Let's see what we can pull off with Peter. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Good morning. So we have almost a perfect score. We got a six on the other side, so we have to be perfect to for sure beat it, all right? Okay. All right. Okay. And your category is words that end in the letter P. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. You wash yourself with a bar of? Soap. Yeah. Another word for a sucker. You might suck on a? A lollipop. Like a candy? Yep. Yeah, good. Uh, not mustard, but? Ketchup. Yeah, this is a type of flower. We have a festival for them. Uh, tulip. Yes, uh, and uh, the opposite of go, you have to? Stop. Yes, uh, and you wear a baseball? Cap. Yeah, and um, when you're uh, doing like a, a back, uh, like in the air, like uh, a somersault? Uh, <laughs> a flip. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, after, after the, the buzzer. buzzer as well, that, uh, that means that we are tied six apiece. Okay, so hang on the line, and uh, we're going to go to a dice roll to see who the winner is today. So we'll roll first for Bruce, and we'll do, um, let's do a low dice roll for the win today. Okay. Okay, 16. Not off to a great start, Bruce. (laughs) For Peter, we have a one. It doesn't get better than that. Oh, my God. (laughs) It doesn't get lower than that. Oh, Peter, you pulled it off. All right. Thank you. Bruce, you'll have to try again tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) So congratulations, Peter. We are sending you off to um, the Sense Skills Competition. That's coming up at the CTC January the 8th. You've got a pair of tickets. And if you want to go yourselves, tickets are still available to purchase at Ticketmaster.ca. Okay, thank you. Enjoy. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Today's best variety, Move 100. You know, with Christmas on everybody's mind, New Year's often gets forgotten. And then it's disappointing when you, you know, leave your New Year's plans to last minute. So... This is the way that you can have the most extravagant way to ring in the new year. And it'll only cost you (laughs) $20,000. So, yeah. And it's for a very rare lucky four people. (laughs) So, uh, Atelier Restaurant in town, we should preface this by saying, is um, the restaurant that is ranked amongst the top restaurants in Canada. Uh, Chef Mark Lapine, who owns this place, has won the Canadian Culinary Championship not once but twice. He was named Canada's most innovative chef. He is extremely talented and he pushes the envelope with his meals he doesn't just you know serve you fish and chips that's for sure (laughs) Uh, every plate is uh, a work of art and a creation but he had stopped serving new year's eve dinners at their fancy restaurant a few years before the pandemic and he said that he did this because he actually wanted to give his staff at his restaurant the night off a break what a great boss yeah You know? Mm Mm-hmm. So fast forward to this year. He wants to do something over the top and special. So he's offering this unique opportunity for just four people (laughs) to take him up on. But like you said, it's a hefty price. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, your New Year's feast for four is going to cost $20,000. 
I mean, it's tip is included. Tip is included. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, there's, you still have to pay tax on top of that, though. Right. But tip is included. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this is, like you said, going to be a very luxurious um, dinner filled with delicacies, rare wines. And uh, it is going to be over the top in quite a year, uh, quite a way to just like end the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's a 10 course dinner. Uh, it features half a pound of Perigord <laughs> truffles per person. Oh now, these gosh. truffles go for just under $500 US, US for a half pound of these truffles from Italy, like direct wow. from. There is going to be Wagyu beef. There's mm-hmm. going to be sea urchin, caviar, etc. But like you said, these top tier wines paired with every course uh, and champagnes, etc., and $20,000. I mean, he says that the ingredients alone are going to cost 10 grand for this. Mm, mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, you factor in the fact that they're they're going to be prepared for you. You're always paying an expense when meals are prepared for you. Like, yeah. But <laughs> 5 grand ahead. I'm like so curious to see if anyone takes him up on this. Let's be honest. There are some high up people yeah. in Ottawa that would love the bragging rights of having scored this dinner. It's exclusive. Like it's like exclusivity to the max. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't get any more divine than that. No kidding. It won't be no us, kidding. but I no. mean, <laughs> if you know somebody who can afford this, I will gladly be a plus one. Yeah. Good on him, though, for trying something a little bit different mm-hmm. and just seeing if he could appeal to anyone with something like this and just push the envelope of like a culinary treat here in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, put us on the map, certainly. We I think have somebody will of... buy it. I think somebody will. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I want to be their friend. <laughs> <laughs> You should just take your wedding budget and just go have this dinner instead. <laughs> <laughs> and and who, who would be our plus uh, our plus two? You and Adam? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if you're looking, I don't know. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? So Kirstie Alley's reps have now confirmed uh, her cause of death. We did hear that she had been battling a private um, battle with cancer that her family revealed. But now it's been revealed that she was actually battling colon cancer. Mm. So apparently they had only very recently discovered the illness and she was receiving treatment for it. But colon cancer, of course, is known to be what they call a silent killer because symptoms often don't present themselves until a patient is beyond a cure. And I guess that was the situation with Kirstie. It was kind of too late uh, once they discovered it. So that's very sad news to hear. Uh, Tonight happens to be the People's Choice Awards. And once again, Kenan Thompson will host from SNL. Uh, A lot of different comedians, Amy Poehler, David Spade, uh, George Lopez are all going to be among the presenters. But tonight is kind of a big deal because a couple of iconic Canadians are going to be honored tonight at the People's Choice Awards. So Shania Twain is this year's Music Icon Award recipient. So she's going to get up on stage and perform a medley of her hits from over the years. So cool. that'll be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people might tune in to see also Mr. Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. receive the People's Icon Award tonight. So Amazing. Be yeah. A big deal. yeah. Of course. Well-deserved. Uh, it's been a huge year for Ryan. People can't stop talking about him. And, of course, we want him to own everything here in Ottawa. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be a big show tonight. And What's Trending is brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Feels. And it feels 
good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, it's been 33 years since the massacre at Montreal's École Polytechnique, and Canadians will be gathering today to honour the lives of the 14 women lost to gender-based violence. You're going to notice flags on all City of Ottawa buildings today will be half-mass from sunrise to sunset. Vigils are being held right across the country here in Ottawa. There will be one at the Women's Monument in Minto Park, which is Lewis Street between Elgin and Cartier. And that vigil happens tonight at 6 p.m. So December 6th was named the National Day of Remembrance and Action on Violence Against Women. And it's not just about remembering the lives lost to femicide and violence against women, but also a day to take action to stop it. So achieving a Canada, they say, free from gender-based violence requires everyone living in this country to educate themselves and their families and the next generation and communities on gender-based violence and center the voices of survivors in our actions and speaking up against harmful behaviors. So they want you to once again know about the resources here in Ottawa, whether you know that you know is suffering, you happen to be suffering, different places you can turn. One of those is called Unsecure, and that's a secure text service for women who may be living through increased violence, an unsafe environment, unsafe at home, Ottawa.ca. There's, of course, the Sexual Assault Center here in Ottawa supporting all women survivors. There's a rape crisis center uh, providing services for survivors of sexual violence by telephone crisis line available for you 24 7 we believe survivors.ca so know that there is always somewhere to turn and that's all the feels on move 100